This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. The praying mantis will kill and eat hummingbirds. Is that true or false? It is absolutely true. true. What? Absolutely true. A stick of a creature? Things are about to get ugly. (laughs) That's going to leave a mark. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Trivia Friday here on American Family Radio. Thanks for listening to AFR. And uh, so it's Friday again. Time to do us some learning right here. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano. Good morning, Ed. Yeah, I don't even I don't even like Fridays. I prefer Mondays. I prefer the week, the work week to be starting. You know, you get right into Yeah. 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 You know, when the work week is over, I, I get depressed. <laughs> Says I'm, no one ever. <laughs> Says I'm, no I'm one different. ever. I'm different from Ed. Here's what I say. Um, the first five days after Monday are the toughest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trivia Friday, and here's, here it is on American Family Radio. J.J. Jasper. Good, Great to good be morning. here. Good morning, J.J. Uh, so... This is uh, also called Learning, Learning University. University. Learning University is on the air. And uh, Ed, tell our listeners who we affectionately call students of this here uh, institution of higher education, yeah. what uh, what are we going to do here for the next hour and 24 minutes? Well, we Besides are, make our families proud. Yes. <laughs> We're going to make our <laughs> listeners smarter, better, and awesomer. And and what we're going to do you is need to, you need to copyright that or patent it or whatever put it you do, on up. that that is that encapsulizes I don't even think that's a word but it is uh, I've done quite a everything bit of encapsulizing we want to just this week accomplished yeah <laughs> go ahead I'm sorry well no what we're going to do for those of you who are listening if maybe this is the first time you've ever listened to the show each one of us are going to ask three questions mm-hmm, three, three. Tri- trivia questions we're going to try to stump you the listening audience we invite you to call back in answer and then ask us one of your own try to stump us we say bring it mm-hmm. you know yes, we've we we got three gigantic brains here mm-hmm. come on and, and uh and and we're ready for you we're not shy no we're not or or humble or humble so why uh, be it so here's the here's the number <laughs> What's to call the point if you would like that's right if you've got if you've got it flaunt it <laughs> That's what I. That's what I that's say. That's biblical. Which which uh, which verse? Which Bible are y'all reading? Because I want to steer away that's, from that's that. The, one. That's from the Message Bible. <laughs> so the number to call if you want to get on this here show, 888-589-8840. We put as many eights in there as we could to make it as easy as possible for our listeners, for our students. Eight eight eight. Five eight nine eight eight four zero. If that number, if that number is busy, call BR five four nine. BR five. What is that from? It's junior sample. All these, oh. uh, all these Yeehaw. numbers. <laughs> all these numbers. Do you know why six was scared? Because no. seven eight nine. Could be a seven eight nine. Yeah, that scare me. Yeah, that would yeah. scare me. All yeah. right, now only call if you've been on the if you haven't been on the air with us in the last. Two it, eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Two months. So no, I think but, it's the last two months, Tim. Two months. Okay. Two months, eight weeks. Uh, Ed splits the hairs <laughs> right there. Uh, so if you haven't been on the air with us in the last eight weeks, you're eligible to call in 
and participate with us. And uh, there is one question that if answered correctly, you will hear this sound. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is a beloved cowbell right there. And if that rings, it will mean that you have won yourself a Trivia Friday slash Learning University official T-shirt. And we're holding it up right now for those who are watching on Facebook and YouTube. You're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you see these fine shirts. And uh, uh, JJ, would you like to comment? I'd be glad to. Athletic Gray, three good-looking fellas on this T-shirt. It says Learning University Trivia Friday, 15 bucks if you don't win it. 15 bucks at the AFA store, $15 plus postage, T-shirt weather, great conversation starter, and it helps the ministry. No animals were injured in the making of this T-shirt. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, none that we know of. Trivia, hey, trivia Friday. Go ahead, JJ. Yeah, you mentioned about being eligible. Uh, something else that you're eligible for, and that's an extended warranty for your car. Uh, you might have a hard time finding any information on it, but but dig around and you'll you may, you'll get somebody to get back with you. <laughs> get back to you. Circle back. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Hey, we have a studio audience here uh, from Natchez, Mississippi. Um, Michael and Tasha Isabel have driven up to be with us. That's about a three-and-a-half-hour trek there, four hours. Very before. historic, beautiful place yeah. there, Natchez. So they've driven up to be with us uh, to watch the show today live, in, uh, live uh, near – Across the glass there, uh, from Natchez, and they got a little fella, Seth. Seth, Seth is is with them as yeah, well. Yeah, Seth is with us. Their son, so and Seth's won the Trivia Friday T-shirt like three or four times. Oh, wow. really? Why yeah. you go, Seth? Yeah, yeah. He's They're a, waving. Very right impressive. The- he's living a charm life. <laughs> yeah, he's right living there. the dream. Michael and Tasha, Isabel, and their son, Seth, from Natchez, Mississippi. We welcome them as they're So, here. Natchez, if you're just out traveling summer vacation, yeah. there is a federal parkway, beautiful, scenic federal parkway called the Natchez Parkway, and it goes from Nashville, Tennessee, all the way down to Natchez. It's when people came down the river, and they would uh, sell their, their wares and their riverboat because you couldn't take that big, long pole and go upriver. So then they would just walk or go by horseback on that trail. And so a lot of a lot of markers and things to see along the way. I think so they the, actually live in Vidalia, Louisiana. Is that true? Across the river from Natchez. But, you know, you can avoid the law you know, <laughs> uh, if you just go across the river. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, J.J., you said they would sell their wares. Yes. So that's kind of like like underwears and yeah. such. No, no what, like what is porridge it? and wear. Oh. It's like the little Muffet sitting on her tuffet <laughs> and something and wears. I'm, I'm lost, fellas. I'll be honest with you. Flat, and, and flat bottom boats, and they would have uh, banters. flat bottom <laughs> boats, They whatever they'd be, lumber, whatever they'd be bringing down the Ohio, and they'd have those uh, long poles, yeah. and they'd float these things. Well, you, they didn't have any motors on them, so you right, couldn't, couldn't go, go back up upriver, so they would sell the... How'd they ever get them back upriver? They, they, they didn't. didn't. They, they just sold, sold the boat, sold all their up. stuff. Oh. Then they would walk or go by horseback wow. up the Natchez Trace. All right. Take, take uh, the subway. Ed, what are your three questions? <laughs> all right, here we go. Number one, what do you call a letter that threatens the recipient with bad luck if they refuse to forward it? Now, this goes back a little bit. This is before the email age what do you call a letter that threatens the recipient with bad luck if they refuse to forward it not that we believe in luck please don't email me but that's a special mm. do you guys understand that question 
I, I, I do. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't, but they, the, I, that isn't the first time <laughs> I've been told that. <laughs> Mr. Wildman, do Tim, you not Tim understand? Tim doesn't the, get it, but everybody else does. Let's move on. <laughs> Second question. I, I think I do. I think I yeah. do. I partic- you'll, you'll know it when I you participated hear it. in one can of I, those. Can I say they say don't break this? Yes, that, that's they, right. They say don't, don't break, break this streak or whatever. Yeah. And what is, the, what is the name of those things? I, I got it. Okay. Now, now you guys have made it so answer. obvious. I know the answer. <laughs> All right, second question. Bananas are curved because they grow upward toward the sun. Mm-hmm. Is that true or false? And then third question, the word hippie. Uh-huh. My dad threw this that word around a lot when I was growing up. The word hippie originated from what word? What does the word hippie come from? Wow, good questions. Now, I thought the banana was curved, so when you throw it, it comes back to you. <laughs> or am I thinking about something else, mate? No. <laughs> if, it is true. If you throw a banana at someone and miss, it will come back to you. <laughs> yes. Here's my three questions. First, who wrote the 1939 classic novel, The Grapes of Wrath? Some of you, remembering, you remember having to read that in school. Who wrote the 1939 classic novel, the Grapes of Wrath. Second question, oh. what is a scar- uh, shark's skeleton made of? Or a scarks skeleton? <laughs> However either, you want to answer it. Either way. What is a shark's skeleton made of? Third question, true or false, the mm-hmm. guinea pig mm-hmm. provides a large portion uh, provides a large portion of all the protein eaten in Peru. Is that true or false? The guinea pig provides a large portion of all yeah. the protein eaten in Peru. That came. Alice and I were talking about that the other night. <laughs> you know, it's strange. How, it's just uncanny how these things y'all bring up, JJ. We talk about right. You know, in yeah, our own, regular. Y'all are having our own, that conversation in our own marriage about the yeah. protein sources of protein in Peru. In, in Peru. Yeah, absolutely. Peru. Well, we we went through the whole South America. Yeah. Uh, it took us about two hours, but we stayed after dessert, had coffee. Yes. Continued to discuss these matters. And here's the deal. Enough about uh, guinea pigs and the vaccine. Let's go on to the next questions. <laughs> all, right, all right. What is the uh, what is the uh, tallest man-made monument in the United States of America? The tallest man-made monument in the U.S. Number two. That's a good question. What? Uh, who did uh, or what what country did the United States purchase Alaska from? Who did we the US buy Alaska from? And number 3, what ca- uh, causes uh, most power outages in the US? What causes most power outages in the United I've States. I've got five daughters, so I can blurt that answer out. <laughs> it's teenage daughters. Hair, yeah. hair dryers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's go in. All right. What do you say we go I, to I Texas? I got you there. I'm tracking with you. We go Did to you? Texas first, and James is on the line. James, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hello. Hey, brother James. How are you? Good. Where's the 903 area code? James? Um, that's yours brother <laughs> you should know this you didn't steal somebody's phone yeah. did you no but i don't know where, where, where do you live where are you from <laughs> what part of texas are you in james jacksonville texas okay good right. area ask answer or both both all right which one you want to answer 
the letter question. All right. Uh, James, what do you call a letter that threatens the recipient with bad luck if they refuse to forward it? It's called a chain letter. That is correct. Way to start us out. Way to start us out. And the reason I came up with that is I was watching an Andy Griffith episode where Barney gets a chain letter and he's he he is afraid not to forward it. It's all about superstition and all. Now I'm not proud to admit this. Yeah. What I'm about to tell you, but in the '80s, probably early mid '80s, I remember uh, doing this with money. Yes, they sometimes would be like a nickel. I, well, mine was like five bucks or something. Oh, send send five dollars to this person, and then they'll send it your name and address out. And it was a Ponzi scheme. Yes, basically is what it was. Pyramid a, thing. A I think pyramid thing. It. I didn't know what right. I was participating in, but it sounded like a good start on life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was in college, what a, about to get out, and I needed four hundred one k's. Really hadn't come around good right, then. JJ, you're on to it right there. So what else, I, what else did you have to spend five I bucks did, on? Think about it. I, I did it. I you did, did it. it. I sent the Did anyone bucks. send you $5? No. <laughs> no, never never got letter number one, so I don't know what, what uh, happened. Well, you there. actually got two things out of that, Jack and Squat. <laughs> true. True. All right, so there we go. Uh, what's your question for us, James? It's a riddle I got for y'all. Okay. Okay. What can you hold in your right hand but never in your left? What can you hold in your right hand? But never in your but left. Never in your le- your left hand. Yes. Nice. Yes. Hey, yes. that's yes. a real oh, master right there. Right wow, yes. I'm that's impre- really I'm good. After you answered, I was uh, still trying to figure really. it out. But I just I do it for the team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Wait. guys, we're all in this together. <laughs> I'm saying I don't I don't need accolades or anything like that. <laughs> or applause. All right. all right, thank you, James. Thank you, James. Appreciate <laughs> thank it. You. <clears throat> thank you. Uh, all right, uh, next up is Sharon in Mississippi. Hi, Sharon. Hi, how are you? Good. You're in our area code here, I see. What? Uh, where do you live? I am. I'm in Pontotoc. That's okay. a good area right there, Sharon. So you know the good and the bad and the ugly about Ed, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, Ed, the reason I say Ed's from Pontotoc County. Ask, answer, or both, Sharon? Both, please. Which one do you want to answer? Let me do the grapes of wrath. Okay, here's the question, Sharon. Who wrote the 1939 classic novel, The Grapes of Wrath? John Steinbeck. Nicely done. John Steinbeck. Nicely Excellent. done. Did he write any other? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, So he was a great novelist. The Pearl, I think. Who wrote The Great Gatsby? That, that was... Uh, uh, Sharon knows. Sharon, who wrote <laughs> The Great Gatsby? F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, that's right. Okay. But uh, Steinbeck, The Grapes, Grapes of Wrath, you know, I, re- I read, it seemed like I read that in high school for, you know, for, but I don't remember what it was about. I- I'll tell you what, you, you mentioned uh, The Great Gatsby. <clears throat> I, I am, I'm going to confess publicly for the first time ever that that is the one book in high school that I went and bought Monarch Notes, The Cliff yeah. Notes. And didn't read the novel, you yeah. know how? Oh the, yeah, yeah. You I read the I read the Cliff Notes and did you get by? What, did you pass? I I don't even one? remember. But I've felt guilty all this time, and and now well, I've lifted a burden. Your bear, soul bear. I've yeah. lifted a burden. But you I, hippie, <laughs> I'm glad you got that off your chest. 
Well, Sharon, good, ready to go. Uh, what was the What was that about? Grapes of Wrath. Great Dust Bowl. Um, I think so. Yeah, about a family going across the um, from Oklahoma trying to find work out west because they lost their farm. Yeah. Big old thick book. Yeah. That's for sure. It's Big old thick book. Well, Sharon, go ahead. Fire away with your question for us. Okay, what breed of dog was the first therapy dog? What breed of dog, Sharon asked, was the first therapy dog? Uh, okay, we're gonna, Sharon, I, don't, don't say anything. We're going to talk about no, ourselves we're gonna, here. We're not going all the way back to the caveman with the wolf because right. that was accidental. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it was the chihuahua, and, and that was a an experiment gone bad <laughs> <laughs> because that didn't help at all. You needed therapy after having a chihuahua, so uh, – uh, that pit bull thing didn't work out very <laughs> yeah, well. Either pit there. Bull thing. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Fellas. I'm going to say the Irish setter. I, t- I tell you, that. I'm just throwing something out okay, there. Okay, that's good. I, I'm going to say Lab because La- Lab is the I'm most say soothing, lab. wonderful dog. But I'm yeah. saying Irish setter. All right, JJ says Irish setter. We say Lab. What do you say, Sharon? It's actually the Yorkshire Terrier. What? The Yorkshire? <laughs> I was pretty terrier. close. Now those uh-huh. are, they're kind of hyper too. They're little yapping dogs, but they w- but they are affectionate and they can get up in your lap. I guess maybe that's yeah, get up in your grill too. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's right. <Huh? laughs> hey Sharon, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to AFR. Have a wonderful weekend. Therapy dog. You know now they've moved on to other kind of animals for this kind. Of, for they this just environment. banned them from the airline. Apparently, you could bring a therapy llama. A therapy <laughs> duck, a therapy <laughs> orangutan, anything you wanted. Support, yeah, yeah. Think. If you said it was, uh, <clears throat> we're so uh, we're so dumbed down and so weak soft. that a soft that all you have to do is just say, well, I need this. This is my therapy. Yeah, uh, they were letting, they were yeah, letting people bring all kind of animals yeah, on the plane. Were. And some uh, of them they didn't even have to have a a a, a real a certificate. Yeah, certificate or anything. The doctor just wrote them a little note and said, yeah, it needs the. Needs the llama. He needs the duck. Yeah, yeah. the duck. Therapy duck. Uh, emotional support. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, you're listening to uh, Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. Uh, Ed, I'll let all right. you take it from here. We go to Arkansas and Lieutenant Colonel Derek. Uh, sir, welcome to the program. Hey, it's great talking with you fellas. Colonel, thank you for your service. <clears throat> Hey, I appreciate that. That always means a lot. Anytime you see somebody uh, in uniform, and and uh, it 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 fills up their gas tanks. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. Ask, answer, or do both. Uh, I would like to do both. Go ahead. Which one you feel confident about? I think the bananas. The okay. banana. The bananas. Banana here's, question. Here's the question. Bananas are curved because they grow upward toward the sun. Is that true or false? False. It is 100% true. That's why they grow. Yeah, they grow upward toward the sun. Uh, Aren't they actually an herb? Technically, I think a banana is an herb or something like that. It may be, but but, uh, I I read this on the back of... uh, my uh, Frosted Flakes cereal box, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's got to be true. I'm pretty sure it's true. Banana. No, I did. I did look it up, and that's what it said. Bananas grow are curved because they grow upward towards the sun. But what sun moves? 
Well, yeah, it's always but it is—it's always above the, <laughs> the tree, though. I know, but it, it, uh, trying well, to compete sun, with the sunflowers. Uh, the sun doesn't move. The technically the Earth moves, and uh, that rotates is... around the sun. It's—it's it's just that that banana is gonna, if it's curved one way, by the end of the day, it's gonna be wrong. All all plants. Uh, here, here's just a little scientific knowledge for you. All plants grow that grow upward grow upward because they're pointed towards the sun yeah sometimes yeah. i feel the earth yeah move under my feet <laughs> i'm just saying yeah. yes it, 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 there's nobody here once again i'm not connecting at all with anybody you understand at least what i'm trying to say no sir no, okay all right <laughs> well we'll move on hey look i gotta tell you this though this is a friend of mine i'll tell it so quickly the husband and wife came in and, he, and they ate lunch they like ships passing and he would come in, and these candles, and the drapes would be open, and the candle would droop over. The sun caused to get too warm. Yeah. So he would he would turn them around the opposite way. And so his wife, they would come in each – and one evening she said, I'm going to tell you the strangest thing about these candles. You know, I'll come in, and they'll be, they'll be drooped over. Then, uh, you know, come home from work, and they're just standing straight up or whatever. And he had not told her that he spun them around, you know. Yeah. To pull them back the other side. Yeah. Does that uh, make sense? Or y'all connected with me? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, connected with you, JJ. Not really. I, I'm I, slipping up. I've been lost. I got to say, I've been lost since 10:05. <laughs> Colonel, what's your question for us? Yeah. Well, I actually have an astronomy quote for you. We're from ready. Abraham from Abraham Lincoln, and a way to visualize related to this how big a light year is, so you can envision it. Okay. Go. So the so Abraham Lincoln, I can see how it is possible for a man to look down upon the earth and be an atheist, but I cannot conceive how a man could stand on the earth, stare up into the heavens, and think there is no God. Wow. Wow. wow I like that. I do. Abraham Lincoln said that? Yeah. That's what he Abraham said. Abraham Lincoln. Wow. That's so true. Amen. Yeah. Another thing he said is don't trust everything you read on the internet. <laughs> and I read that on the internet where he had said you read that, that on the internet where, where Abraham Lincoln had said, don't yes. trust everything. You, you know, I, I've never heard that good. quote that's from good. Abraham Lincoln. Thank you for sharing that Colonel. Appreciate it, brother. And well, that, if you want to visualize how big a light year is, mm -hmm. you need a ball bearing and an orange. And the first part is the time it takes for light to go around the earth is the same as, you know, the, the ball in a ballpoint pen. You imagine the ballpoint pen in one corner of your living room, just the ball. Light goes around that ballpoint pen ball seven times in one second. Now, the sun is the size of an orange, and you put that orange diagonally on the other side of your living room. Now you know how big the sun is compared to the earth, how far away they are from each other, and it takes eight minutes for light to go diagonally across your living room from the ball bearing, from the ballpoint pen to the orange. Now, here's my question. How far is a light year with that same ball bearing? Where would you have to put that orange? If I put that orange in Arkansas at Little Rock, I would have to put the ball bearing where? be one light year away. Are you saying the train started in Denver? <laughs>
Colonel, I, 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 I'm sorry, but when you mentioned orange, I'm kind of hungry. I kind of lost track of what you're saying. Can you repeat that whole thing? No, no, listen. To where the music's playing, you're going to have to tell us, please. Yeah, tell, you have to tell the us. The answer is San Antonio. You have to have the orange in San Antonio and the ballpoint pen ball in, in Little, Little Rock. Rock. That is the distance of one light year. Wow. Wow. That's a good word picture. Thank you again for your service. Thank you for your support. And thank you for listening to AFR. God bless you. Have a great weekend. All right, folks, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, more of Trivia Friday. On the next Today's Issues. We appreciate hearing from you. You can send us an email at comments at AFR.net. I pastor a small church, so I have to have a full-time job on the side. Uh, when I try to feed the flock, y'all feed me, and I thank God for y'all. If you want to uh, watch the show live, you can go to Facebook or YouTube. Just type in Today's Issues, and you can also access the stories that we talk about. Don't miss the next Today's Issues. Weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit InHisImage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. As you plan your summer college visits, add Liberty University to the list. With many visiting options to choose from, you're sure to find the right one to fit your schedule. Spend a few hours exploring campus with our student-led team at Tour LU, dig deeper and learn more about life at Liberty during Experience LU, or take your next steps towards becoming a student at Decide LU. Learn more and register today by texting VISIT to 49596. Again, that's VISIT to 49596. See you this summer. The evidence is mounting the FBI may be going rogue. BuzzFeed reports as many as 12 FBI agents were involved in the planning and recruitment of a scheme to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. In total, 14 members of an extremist group were charged, but attorneys say the real criminals are the 12 FBI agents who may have instigated the entire plot. And that's why I believe we need an investigation of what happened on January the 6th. Were FBI agents involved in the attack on the U.S. Capitol? We know for a fact FBI leadership and agents conspired to damage the Trump presidential campaign. We know that FBI agent Peter Strzok said he had an insurance policy to make sure Trump was never elected. And if the FBI can hatch a plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan, it's not that much of a stretch to ask if the FBI might have had a role in the planning of what happened on January the 6th. I'm Todd Starnes. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not extinguish. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow weak or discouraged before he has established justice on the earth. 
In his law, the islands will put their hope. Isaiah 42, 3 and 4. American Family Radio. with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hayo Silver. The Lone Ranger. Hayo Silver, away! Hayo Silver, away! Is that, is that 1950s right there? Oh, I, it was a radio program. It was on the, uh, a radio sh- a show before it came on uh, television, black and white, but it's probably 40s. Well, 50s if it's television. I think that's when the 50s came. But said a horse with the speed of light. And we were just talking to the colonel oh, about how far that would be. So. You know, what's funny is um, we uh, we were, the three of us, on the back end of the baby boomer generation, right? Yes. Because <clears throat> I was born in 63. You were born in probably 58. 58. 50. 57. 57. Anyway, uh, do you remember, though, the reason we're most familiar with all these old shows that our parents grew up with? Right was because we watched them as reruns yes, in yes. the afternoons after school and then on Saturday mornings or Saturday right, afternoons. Right, right. All those old shows that they grew up with, all those old movies, those old characters like The Lone Ranger, which yeah. isn't necessarily true of today's generation, I'm saying. They right. don't really keep up with what we watched. When and we were- I, I grew up watching Three Stooges reruns. Those originally aired at the movie theater. Yes, yes they when, did. when you went to the movies... You went in and you watched like a double feature, but there was what they called movie shorts before and in between. So sometimes they would have Looney Tune cartoons, Bugs yeah. Bunny and stuff, or they'd have the Three Stooges, but they would be short. Yeah. They, they called them movie shorts. And then on television, yeah. they, they became shows. Now they've got an hour and a half of trailers. Yes, that's true. Movies. That's right, right. In fact, one Alice movie. and I, if we ever go to a movie, we say, well, it's supposed to start at 7.30, but we can be there at 8.15. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because of the movie trailers. Yeah. Well, it's funny we're having this conversation on the morning side of AFR. Between songs, uh, I said, you young people think you're stressed? When I was your age, when we missed a TV show, we missed it forever. Yes. There was no DVR. There was nothing I said. In fact, since I'm on a roll here, uh, you think you got life tough? We had to get up, walk across the room, change the channel with our hand, <laughs> yes. and come back in the snow uphill yeah. both both ways. And then That's I realized right. I was kind of wandering off into a different story. Next <laughs> up, changing the channel and going to school. I think you got right, them blended right. there. Let's repeat our questions and back to the phones we shall go. All right. By the way, if you want to call in to get on the program, the number is 888 888- Five eight nine eight eight four zero. All right, I'll have to add a couple of questions I've had to answer. So here's my first question: The word "hippie" originated from what word? You know, you long-haired hippie. It originated from a word. What was it? Is there any other kind of hippie? What's that? Any other kind of hippie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just uh, hedging my bets. You long-haired hippie? <laughs> yeah. In case. You short-haired hippie? Get out of here. <laughs> you you short-haired, uh, clean and uptight. Uh, hippie with, uh, with who, who doesn't smell. Yeah. 
All right, of the six largest nations, which is the only one completely surrounded by water? Of the six six largest nations, which is the only one completely surrounded by water? Are you talking about um, largest landmass or largest population? Largest nations. Uh, I, you know what? That doesn't I, I answer my question. I, I don't. It doesn't matter. Oh, just, okay. just, I, I think it's either. Same to you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I think either way, it's going to be the same answer. Because <laughs> I don't really know the answer to that question. All right. Uh, and third question. said that a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ed. No, that's all right. I'm just being a hippie. You know, that's just me. People need to understand when Ed and I get into these disagreements, uh, we've always got the weekend to recuperate. Well, And we come back on Monday, friends, don't we, Ed? That's what you say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. We don't. We actually don't Step care. Dad text me on Friday night. Why did you say that today? <laughs> Let me just tell you. It's Why are you trying to embarrass me? Ar- around here, it's it's uh, eat or be eaten, and nobody <laughs> and nobody cares really. That's the Christian way. Yep. Uh, <laughs> either you're going to bleed, or I'm going to bleed. One of us is going to bleed here, and uh, the verbal cuts are just hard it's to take. Merle Haggard song. <laughs> All right. Third question. A true false question. Thomas Edison discovered gravity. Is that true or false? Here's what I've got. What is a shark's skeleton made of? What mm-hmm. is a shark's skeleton made of? I don't know, but, under, I, but, but his normal, friends don't beat up on him when he's swimming around the ocean. Under normal circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> Second question. Things of that nature. <laughs> this is true or false question. The guinea pig provides the largest portion of all the protein eaten in Peru. Is that true? Or false? Pretty random question, I know. Then I'm going to add one. We all know George Washington was the first president. Mm-hmm. Who was his vice president? Ooh, that's a good question. Here are my three questions. Number one, what is the tallest man-made monument in the United States of America? What is the uh, tallest man-made monument in the U.S.? Number two, what country did we purchase um, Alaska from? And number three, it's Peru. What, what, what causes? But that's incorrect. Uh, <laughs> what causes the most power outages in our country? Uh, under normal circumstances. Under normal circumstances. Back I, forgot, to the phone, I Dad. actually forgot to start using that today. Mm-hmm. All right, we go to Ohio, and Nathan is on the line. Nathan, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hello, esteemed professors. How are you today? Uh, you know what? We're blessed, Nathan. It is Mississippi in July, so we are esteemed. Let me tell you, it's been muggy. <laughs> I went to my car the other day, and it was I was esteemed getting in. You guys yeah. see what I did there? Yeah, see yeah. what you did there. I like yeah. that. All right. <laughs> JJ, no, you don't. It was pretty corny. All right, Nathan, you ask, answer, yeah. or do both. You know why corn pokes uh, to like the sun, to right? Both. All right. Which question do you want to answer? I'm going with the shark skeleton question here's the question nathan what is a shark's skeleton made of all right well here's the deal a shark skeleton has an issue with being made of cartilage yes sir um, cartilage hey that's you, right you having some allergy problems there or? <laughs> no no he's he's esteemed in july he's, he's esteemed. July. Good job there on your impersonation of Earl, Nathan. Yep. And I think uh, if I'm I'm no doctor, I think I <laughs> I think you, I believe everybody can uh, agree with that. Yeah. I'm no doctor, but I think isn't 
your nose and your ears mostly cartilage? Yes, that's true. Yeah. And some of us, being Italian, have more cartilage than others (laughs) because Italians are known for the nose. So that was my shark do-do-do-do-do-do question, Nathan. And uh, what's your question for us? Okay, so my question is, um, there is a man-made object that um, what is large enough that it ended up slowing down the rotation of the Earth. Now, it's a two-part question. You can answer one or the other. Where is it or what is it? Uh, okay, Nathan. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. Here we go. Yeah. Don't Here do it. Go. It's not do worth it. it. Do it. It's not worth it, Tim. It really isn't. You uh, developed a reputation this way. Nathan, the old man is about to come out on the porch. I'm giving right, you a fair Nathan. warning. Yeah, all right, Nathan, first of all, uh, this is a, a, a court of law. And you're telling me uh, this is not a trick question, right? Correct. This is not a trick question. This okay. is an actual question. And you're saying there is an object that was made. Was it man-made? Can you tell us that much? That's what he said. Yeah. Yes. That it, it that was slowed man-made. down the the rotational the, the rotation of the rotation earth. of the earth. I believe it. I I know what it is. It's the Great Wall of China, because you got your weeward lens, winds and you got your stratosphere and parthenium <laughs> breezes out of the out of sure the north. You do. And when that's coming across, and you got the Great Wall of China up there, it's like having a sail on a boat. And it catches things just right. It slowed down the Earth's gravitation. I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll give you one of these cough drops if you can repeat what you just said. <laughs> I, no. I think you were just making you know words what? up. You know what? That, 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 that object did come to mind. That's the first thing that came to my mind was what you're saying, the Great Wall of China. You got anything better, Ed? I, I'm, I'm just going to say right here what we're all thinking. I don't think that's possible, but no, it's possible. It's no, a great wall, of China. Nathan's, that's a whole lot of mass right there, and it ca- it caused the Earth to tilt and wobble just a little bitty bit. You don't <laughs> okay. believe it? You ask Mister Jones what happened in his garden in 2014. It hadn't been right since then. <laughs> Nathan, right. what about it? All right, so it's not the Great Wall of China, but it is in China. It is called the Three Gorges Dam. It sits on the Yangtze River. Um, it holds back so much water, nearly 43 million tons of water, that because of that water mass, it slowed the rotation of the Earth by 0.06 microseconds, which is a fraction of a second, but it did slow down. So it's the Three Gorges Dam on the Yangtze River. So you're saying... Now, is this according to Dr. Fauci? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. All right. So 43 million tons, boys. That's a lot of water. That'll tilt you over to one side. I don't care who you are. So you're, so in the in the event that we go to war this, with China. Ed, what you're about to do, I've done this before. It doesn't end well. <laughs> go ahead. We go to war with China, and we blow up that dam. The sudden release of that water will mm-hmm. cause us to mm-hmm. the rotation of the earth to change back. I guess that's what would happen. Well, I hope. Yeah. Better be wearing our seatbelts. I think that'll be the last of our concerns. <laughs> Here's the deal. That fella's got his finger in the dike there in the plugging up that hole. If his nose ever gets to itching, 
<laughs> we got problems. It's going to be Katie bar the door when all that <laughs> water comes shooting out there. going to be some Ferris wheels that go spinning off. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, I, thank listen, you, Nathan. That, that's very yeah, interesting. Very, 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 that I is a it. fraction of a second, so that that's I guess that's possible. Yeah, it's possible. It. it happened. Hey, they say this is true, what I'm about to tell you. I think it is. Not on the level of what the – Nathan, was Nathan just mentioned from Ohio, but there was a football game between Auburn and LSU, and I want to say it was in the 80s. I'm almost positive. Sometime in the 80s. And <clears throat> LSU won the last seconds of the game with a touchdown pass, like seven to six or something like that, if my mind serves me correctly. And the – Crowd in Baton Rouge at the stadium so reacted that it showed up on the seismograph. Wait, you're really? saying, wait, you're trying to tell me that LSU fans are rowdy <laughs> and loud? So in, yeah. almost like for like an earthquake. Yes, that it loud? showed up. They can show you. It showed up on the – because the all at one time right. people jumped up. You know, it got like 80,000, 90,000 people jumping up in the stands. And probably doing right. it a bunch. And doing right. it a bunch, and it, it shook the earth. I'm, yeah. I'm not kidding. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, no, from, I believe that and what Nathan said. You yeah. take 90,000 people jumping. At yeah. one time. We're at, we're at on one a, time. We're on a ball, Or guys. one just really big third person. third rock from the sun. We're out here just on a big old ball. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. All right, Trivia Friday on American Family Radio. Go back to the phones. And thank you to Nathan, who was uh, informing us of the latter. Okay, we go back to Texas. Something about Texas today. David is on the line. David, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, man. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, David. I'm about 25 miles north of Jacksonville in Tyler. Hey, this is my friend, Dr. Mm. David Johnson. Hi, David. How are you doing, JJ? I'm doing great. Hey, David. listen. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, are you going to say something? I'm just going to tell Tim, congratulations to Mississippi State winning the national championship in baseball. Hey, thank you, he's David. Hard, he's hardly mentioned I, it, David, since it <laughs> happened. I appreciate it. it it'll be it, uh, my only national a, championship as an alumni, but it, it was, it was you, glorious. Have you put a flag up on the flagpole, Tim? I, I think we need to put a banner out front of the studio here. Yeah. You know, some kind of recognition. <laughs> I, li- I like but, the way uh, David's thinking. Yeah, yeah, go dogs. Hey, David, ask, answer, or do both? I'd like to do both. I'd like to answer Tim's question about the tallest monument. Yes, the what is the tallest man-made monument in the United States, David? Well, I'm conflicted between... One here in Texas and one in South in the uh, in the Dakotas. Um, and we're talking man-made now, David. Remember that. Okay. Well, one was erected and one was chiseled, so I'm going to go with the San Jacinto Monument in Texas. Okay. The San Jacinto. This is one of those gray areas of life, right here. <laughs> uh, that uh, that. Uh, you know, nobody's a heretic, but we may disagree on. Right. Uh, and, and that is, uh, that is not the answer I have. The man, the okay. tallest man-made monument, uh, I have well, a different answer. I'm an- looking at the paper you said. Uh, it says it's the tallest monument in the U.S. Isn't that what I said? Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm saying I'm actually looking at the paper. 
Okay. And it says so, that. so you you we'll find out how tall is the uh, monument in You're Texas. You're saying no to is Texas. I, I, I'm saying that it yes, uh, gray area meaning that isn't the answer I have. It's not my truth. It's not not my truth. It's not your truth. So, David, what uh, what what monument are you referring to, and how tall is it? There is a very tall monument in San Jacinto. I'm not sure how tall it is, but it's probably 150, 200 feet with a star on top that memorializes the Battle of San Jacinto. Okay. Well, that monument right there looks way up at this monument that I got <laughs> here. So, yeah, but 150 feet, that's... Uh, He's Roger trying to that. tell you his three kings are all over your three eights, <laughs> David. But anyway, what's your question for us, David? Okay, in honor of the Mississippi State baseball team, come on. I'm going to ask you a question about baseball, which is up there with the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, the history of baseball. The first professional baseball Hall of Fame class had five professional baseball players. How many can you name? The first class was inducted in 1936. Okay, David, let us right, talk, let us talk, talk amongst ourselves for just a moment. Don't say yes or no. Don't give any answers. Honus Wagner. I'm right. going to be one. Uh, I'm going to say Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb's Ty Cobb. two. Ty Cobb, Honus Wagner? Yes. What Honus about Porter? Wagner. Ty Cobb, uh, Porter Wagner? I think that's a I think that's a, a nail gun, Porter Wagner, that you could use only on Sundays. Okay, Babe, uh, Babe you said what? You say the fellow's name was Honus Wagner, and Ty Cobb is who you said. Now Ty Cobb. Now uh, Babe Ruth would have still been active. He'd have still been playing, right? Well, he did not make it in that I first. Don't know. Let's, let's no, go was with 1934? Babe Ruth. Thirty-four, because he 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 was traded. From the Red Sox to the Yankees, like in 1918. Right. So, say it ain't so. He'd been, so, been playing another 14. Yeah, he years wouldn't have so. been it. Yeah. Well, you know what? We, 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 we got could go on for five. a while. Yeah. yeah, David, you better fill in the blanks for us, buddy. Did, was Ty Cobb yeah, right? Ty, Ty Cobb is correct. Babe Ruth is correct. Honus Wagner is correct. The other two are Walter Johnson and Christy Mathewson. Okay. Now, is Walter Johnson, was that Mr. Miss Johnson's boy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't, I get some of my baseball uh, players uh, mixed listen, up. Don't Wal encourage them, David. Walter Johnson and uh, what was the last one you said? Christy Matthews. Christy Matthewson. Yeah, those. He was a pitcher as I'm well, familiar with he? those names. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were great. Uh, Legendary. Legend but I thought Babe, Babe Ruth would have been still active then. Uh, what, what years did Babe Ruth play, David? Do you know? I don't know, but first class was inducted in '36, so he, he would that would have been another then, 18 obviously. years. I think when he was traded, he'd already been, you know, great. Oh, you, okay. That anyway, was, that was uh, the curse uh, could, of the Could Bambino. you be inducted to the Hall of Fame and still be an active player? Maybe back then, because in '36. Anyway, hey, we're talking baseball. I'm gonna connect a bunch of dots here to see if you can stay with this. So Babe Ruth, the last home run that he hit. The man that pitched, the pitcher that threw the pitch for the last home run, his daughter lives in our area, and Tim and Ed and I all went to church with her for years and years. Wow. And his name is Bush. I forget his first name, but I he was think a I pitcher. This. Yeah. And it was uh, uh, okay. the, the yeah. lady that we go to church with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Brother David, uh, thanks for calling, man. You have a great day. Thanks for listening. All right, that's David calling from Texas. You're listening Her to Trivia Patterson.
Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's go to the uh, back to the phones, and we shall after this uh, next call, we'll go back and repeat our questions. Okay. We're going to go to Mississippi this time. Ricky is on the line. Ricky, welcome to Trivia Friday. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've been trying to get on for a long time. Finally made it. Well, yeah, Ricky, we're glad you your perseverance paid off there, brother. Uh, or wasted time, however you want to look at it, I guess. Uh, but uh, uh, do you, uh, where are you calling from in Mississippi? I'm from Madison, Mississippi, just about all oh, 17 miles south of Starkville. Oh, Matheston. Is that yeah. what you said? Uh-huh. Yes. Well, are yes, you sir. talking about where uh, Wood Junior College is? Isn't it close? Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, well, my, my dad, little known fact, my dad who started this ministry in 1977 coached uh, basketball there at Wood Junior College back really? in the, yeah, back in the early 60s. Oh, okay. Men's yeah. team, women's team. Yeah. Did they have women's teams back Men's then? team. Okay. I mean, that's – yeah, yeah, back in the '60s. But anyway, yeah. Ricky, uh, w- uh, know exactly where you are. That's a beautiful campus. Yeah. You want to ask, answer, or both? I just want to answer. Which one? Uh, I want to answer the one about uh, who we purchased Alaska from. Okay. Uh, what country did uh, the United States purchase Alaska from, Ricky? Uh, I think it was Russia. Russia, <clears throat> that's right. And do you know for a uh, for a, for a T-shirt? Can you give me the decade? A free AFR Trivia Friday T-shirt. Can you give me the decade that it was purchased? Uh, I'm gonna say in the forties. Uh, no, no. The state that was purchased in 1867. Wow. Was oh, it uh, somebody's really? folly? Was uh, that uh, uh, not Sherman's folly? Well, it's Russia. <laughs> Russia. No, Russia. but the Alaska folly. thing. Somebody Sewell. Sewell's folly. Sewell's folly. I think that's. I think that is. What I tell you, Russia must have been heavy in debt right there. You know what I'm saying? De- a desperate country. They must have owed Germany a bunch of money or something. Here's here's the information I have. You are correct, uh, Ricky. We did buy it from um, Russia. Alaska is the largest state in the United States. We know that land-wise, and was sold for a total of seven point two million dollars, which amounts about two cents per acre. The state was purchased in eighteen sixty-seven. In the fifty years that followed, America made their money back for the seven point two million dollars more than a hundred times over. And it's Seward's folly. Seward's folly. S e w a r d. But anyway, two cents an acre—that's not bad, is it, Ricky? That's not bad. It's a little known fact. Sarah Palin said that if she is on Ricky's porch in Matheson, Mississippi, she can see Russia from there. (laughs) Right. Russia. Uh, Anyway, good, correct answer. It was Russia. And uh, what's your question for us? I don't have one. I just, yeah, I just wanted to answer. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ricky. Appreciate Ricky. Appreciate it. You're listening to. Trivia Friday on AFR. i tell you what we'll do here. Um, let's take another call, and then when we come back after the break, we'll, we do our we, questions. we'll repeat our questions. All right. Well, then we're going back to Texas. We haven't had enough of Texas yet. Chuck is on the line. Chuck, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hello, Good Chuck. Good day, gentlemen. Good day. Good day to you, sir. Hey, Chuck. 
You want to ask, answer, or do both? I'd like to try to do both, please. All right. Which question do you want to try to answer? Um, I, I was waiting for him to reread the questions. But, uh, oh, you can't remember which, the questions? Which one? Which Do you know what it related to? And I'll repeat it. Or J.J. will. Well, I was I was actually going to read the one about uh, or do the one about Russia, but uh, about what Alaska. about Russia, about Alaska. Oh, okay. I tell you what. Uh, uh, I tell you what. Uh, do you yeah. have a question for us? Uh, yeah, um, this, this kind of a trivia question here. Um, uh, Subway sandwich shops. Uh, I always wondered, you know, when you go in there, why do they call this sandwich the BMT? And uh, so my question to you is, is why is the sandwich named the BMT? At Subway, there's a BMT. Of course, you yeah. got bacon. Don't don't say anything, Chuck. You got BLT that we know. Bacon, bacon lettuce, well. tomato. Bacon. Bacon. Mayonnaise? No. Mayonnaise and tomato. I've never heard of a BMT. Ba- BMT. But now I, I will admit, when I go into Subway, you know I you always want. get the same right. thing. Right. I don't even look at anything else. Steak so. and cheese. I usually get the black well, forest. I'll give, you, I, I'll give you this much of a hint. It has nothing to do with what is on the uh, sandwich itself. My cousin uh, thought he was buying a BMW and he bought a BMT. <laughs> he ran into the same thing with one of them Rolex watches back in the 80s. You got to be careful about knockoff if it's sunglasses, Subway sandwiches, or whatever. I'd like a BLT. Well, we don't have that, but we do have a BMT. Hey, you How's better like answer, that? Chuck. What's the answer? Uh, the first Subway sandwich shop was built on the Boston-Manhattan transit line. Oh, Boston-Manhattan. Subway. Yeah. Subway and the, sandwich. And they have all those pictures on the wall of subway yeah. systems. And subway that's tiles. The, so that's from Boston? All those images? Um, I, I think it's uh, from Boston. The uh, okay. Boston-Manhattan transit uh, was... Here in Boston and in New York City. Chuck, uh, Ed's from Boston, so he just got a little tear in his eye. Hey, we're going to take a five-minute break for news, and we'll be right back. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.